Good morning. Welcome to the We Are Driven podcast. My name is Arun Kumar. I'm the driver and I'm distracted because that was the first time that Dan has heard the music intro. I'm here with Dan now. You heard the last podcast where Dan wasn't here yet and we were just trying out the music, but now Dan's here. So what do you think? I like it. You saw me doing the you know the little rocker yep. headbang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a joint effort to decide what we were going to put as our music intro because, you know, it can get a little controversial or a little fringy with our music tastes. And so we tried mm-hmm. to tone it down a bit for for the podcast and the general audiences. Otherwise, we're going to be on here doing heavy concussion giving, headbanging, screamo type stuff that would probably make a lot of people stop listening right away. And we don't want that. Nope, nope. But hey, at least uh, at least my wife can quit telling me every week, hey, you guys need music for your intro. Oh, I wasn't hearing it from anybody. So <laughs> that's the kind of feedback that we want. So uh, this is episode 24. And just a quick reminder before we get started, if you do like what you're hearing, or if you don't and you think there's something we can do to improve Heather, <laughs> give us our feedback <laughs> us both of us <laughs> and uh share the podcast with people who you think might appreciate it your gym buddies your coworkers, your employees your sales teams your car club that's who this is for we'd love to get the message out to more people that's how we grow that's how the driven mindset becomes a pillar of society that we believe it should be so, Dan, how how's your Monday treating you so far? Um, you know, I'll be honest with the listeners like it was with you. I am stressed today. Hmm. You know, just running out of time before I have to go on this trip and actually see you in person. Yeah, it's going to be it's been a while, hasn't it? <laughs> it yeah, uh SEMA. Yeah, it's been a few months now. Over 6 months. I've already yeah. booked my hotel for SEMA. You're crazy. I'm well, so it's because I'm not paying for myself anymore. Uh, where I did for the last two years. So mm-hmm. um, my my investment bank job it enrolled us in and I got this email saying you've been registered for Apex. And I'm like, I'm not going to Apex. I'm going to SEMA. <laughs> right? And then they emailed <laughs> me again and said Tell me what date you're flying in and what date you're flying out, and I'll book your room in the Venetian. I was like, I'm not staying in the Venetian. That's so far <laughs> away from everything. I'm staying in the Marriott across the street right. from the convention center. <laughs> yeah, I uh, two years ago I stayed at the Venetian, and, and it was a, it was a complicated process to get to the show from there like you oh, yeah. only stayed the venetian during same week if you're going to apex it, the, yeah because it, it then it's you literally never leave the hotel pretty, pretty much which yeah. i can't I, that i mean people really enjoy their time but i couldn't do that i love that sema has the outdoor component right and what was ford out front now i don't remember what it is and it's <laughs> the ebay motor show is that new this year or uh, last year, last year. Okay. Yeah, I they, didn't see any of it. I'm trying to. Well, yeah. I mean, I was only at SEMA for two and a half days last year and running around because I was out of time. 
Yeah. <laughs> and and so another point here is I ran out of time yesterday. I finished up my second workout for 75 hard at 9.15 last night. Oh, that's, that's a late one. After my bedtime. <laughs> yeah. And here's why. And here's why all y'all listening might have a problem with having not enough time in your day. Your morning routine. How about that segue? That was pretty good, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so so today we're talking about morning routines. You've already seen that from the title, obviously, but glad you're here and glad you want to learn more about it. This is something that I have been refining and focused on for seven years or something like that really more, but seven years since I got sober, started working full time, got out of college and and really started needing a day-to-day routine that I could really stick to. And that was effective for my life as a whole. And when I first started working full time, I think I was probably waking up at six or something like that. And I'd go to the gym I would hit the road to get to work. I lived in San Francisco, but my first client was in a town called San Mateo, Foster City, uh, which is probably 30 miles south of San Francisco. And I would have to sit in traffic to get from San Francisco to Foster City every day. And, and at 8 a.m., if you leave, you're not getting there till 9, at the earliest 9. And that was unacceptable because then I'm parking in the back of the parking lot. I don't have my choice of desk in the morning. And I like having those things like a best parking spot, first desk, all that. Mm -hmm. And so quickly, the precipitous drop of waking up time happened. And I went from 6 a.m. to 5.30 to 5 to 4.30. And I stayed at 4.30 for quite a while. And... 4.30, man, I'd wake up, go to the gym, come home, and be out the door a little after 6. And when you leave a little after 6, that commute, that 30-mile commute only takes 30 minutes. And you get the first desk, you get the best parking spot, you're impressing everybody else. (laughs) And But most importantly for me is that I was missing traffic. I hated sitting in traffic because I knew I didn't need to if I just got up earlier. As I, let's see, I moved to London and COVID happened and my morning routine went out the window and then I got back to work, started running my own business and uh, 75 hard became a part of my life. Now I'm not talking about 75 hard here, but basically that instituted that same sort of non-negotiable routine in your life that you say, I have to do all these things today. And for me at that time, what I was thinking is, man, 75 hard sounds like a lot of tasks and a lot of time commitment to stuff that I'm not already doing. And I already feel like I'm out of time in the day. So what am I going to do to make more time in the day? Well, I'm going to wake up at four now. I was waking up at 4.30. Let's make it four. I think that's sustainable. And it has been sustainable for better part of three and a half years at this point that I've been waking up at 4 a.m. nearly every single day. No more than, let's see, probably no more than three days in a row ever that I did not wake up at 4 a.m. And I love it. And what comes right after 4 a.m. 
is my morning routine. And I've posted this on Instagram stories all the time. You win the morning, you win the day. If you institute a morning routine and you set your priorities straight where everything that you know you need to get done in a day, you get done as soon as possible in the day, then you win. And so often my afternoons are pretty relaxing because I've already done all the stuff. (laughs) And I love it. And my mornings are really intense. They're very empowering. They're very energetic. And that that works for me. That works for my circadian rhythms. That works for the way my, my mind and body work. That when I wake up in the morning, I am very energized. But even if you're not, this is something you need to do. Because then if you have a morning routine that you're not thinking about, then even if you're dragging for the first hour until you've had your coffee or whatever, you can just mindlessly get through this stuff and you're going to be on such a better footing than if you're just stumbling around trying to remember what you're supposed to be doing. Are you are you a morning? You're not a morning person. We've no, about this. <laughs> gosh, no, 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 no. Like I, I get all my energy right at about 10 p.m. No matter what. I'm already asleep at 10 p.m. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. And I've always been this way. Hmm. Always. So what does your morning look like? Like as somebody who is decidedly not a morning person i'm sure there's listeners who feel the same way so what does it look like for you uh yeah so you're you're gonna be appalled by this (laughs) so be buckle up (laughs) i'll wake up at about depending on the day it's anywhere between 6 30 and 7 a.m it's when i get up get in the shower get dressed grab the Grab the kiddo, throw her in the car, take her to school, get to work. And I, and then, so I'll do that and I'll be at work anywhere between 8.15 and 8.30 every day. That, that's okay. it. That, that is the sh- shortest morning routine I have been able to make it. <laughs> but that you've been able, okay, so that you've been able to make it. So yeah. interesting word choice because yeah. basically you're saying this is, I'm forcing myself to be as fast as possible. Yep. And I mean, from waking up to being at work, showered, parental responsibilities taken care of, hopefully wearing <laughs> clothes that are appropriate for work. Yeah. It's been an hour and a half-ish. Yep. Usually. Um, that doesn't, I don't know. How, how long is your commute? Uh, well, see, that's the thing. <laughs> for, for you, you know, where you live, no matter what, if you leave at eight, it's an hour, right? Doesn't matter. Like anywhere I'm going, you mean? Yeah, pr- pretty much. At like, least. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here, if it rains, it could be 45 minutes. If it's sunny, it could be 20 minutes. If it snows, count on two hours. Oh. It's just, it, it like, <laughs> it, it, it's like, like, if the wind changes, the, the traffic changes in this town, it, it's like this weekend was Berkshire Hathaway weekend. Mm-hmm. And the city was booming. Like, there were people everywhere. <laughs> it took me 30 minutes just to drive down the street to the store. All right. It's a five-minute drive. So, hmm. so in Omaha, the, the traffic is very unpredictable, and there's no way of telling how long it's going to take to get anywhere. That's interesting. You always hear about Metro California having really terrible traffic. But yeah, 
it is predictable because it's constant. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and that's what, see, that's what I feel like I wish Omaha had was like some sort of constant barometer of this is what traffic's going to be like. You know, if I'm leaving work and I'm trying to get to a workout, you know, at five, mm-hmm. do I need to leave at 510 or 530? <laughs> or I'm sorry, 410 Other or way. Yeah. yeah. So, so which, which one is it? And I often end up like two, three minutes late because it's mm-hmm. a 45 minute commute that should be 20. <laughs> Stupid. We will have another. I think we'll, we'll when we do the podcast about every second counts. I want to talk about this again. Yeah, it, it's a it's a complicated process driving in this town. Yeah, yeah. I've been I, I try to be late as little as possible. Obviously, I'm sure everybody intends to be, but you know, I have a decent track oh, yeah. record. But I used to be a lot better about getting places too early. And mm-hmm. figuring out what to do with my time when I'm too yeah, early. That's usually me. I'd rather be too early than mm-hmm. than on time. Yeah. Well, anyway, so if you'd rather be too early everywhere you go, implement a morning routine because you'll find that the morning is the quietest time of the day for everybody. The morning is when nobody's emailing you or calling you or texting you. The morning is when there's less traffic on the road. And you'll find that you can do things pretty damn efficiently if you line them up and knock them down first thing in the morning. So starting in London, this is when I actually realized the value of it because I had had a pretty consistent morning routine from call it 2017 until 2019, which is the time in which I was really dropping my waking hour to way, way earlier and squeezing every last second out of the morning and getting to work super early and being the first there and all that kind of stuff. And that was a good first take on it, you could say. And it was sort of easy because I didn't, I mean, I had relationships, but they weren't sharing a bed with me every night. I was living by myself. I pretty much was just going to work every day not really thinking about um, household responsibilities or anything like that. So it was pretty easy for me to just get up, execute the morning routine, go to work, get up, execute the morning routine, go to work very, very consistently. And I noticed that consistency. I noticed that it would be like the same, my, my analog clock on the wall, the second hand would be at the same place in the same minute when I'm grabbing my keys to get out the door every day. That's damn cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a movie montage kind of thing. <laughs> I love that because that's that feeds into the whole, you know, you are the hero of your own movie mindset that I think is very important to have is that if you then start playing superhero montage music in the background of your mind <laughs> as you're grabbing your keys and walking out the door for the 11th day in a row and just on the grind, on the buildup, it just is this really cool feeling. Anyways, um, when I got to London, it all fell apart for, for a couple weeks and I was jet lagged. I was living with my wife for the first time. We were sharing a bed. We didn't know what each other's routines were going to look like. We didn't know when the gym opened. We didn't know what to eat for breakfast. We didn't know. It was my first time living with the cat. Didn't know if the cat was going to be keeping me up all night. All kind of stuff. 
and it really threw me off. So I would be waking up and just completely out of it and I have no idea what to do. And then I would end up leaving the house without having shaved. I would forget to eat breakfast. The cat wouldn't get fed, just all <laughs> kind of bad stuff. And, and I was going to work, you know, I was going to a job in an office and it was awkward <laughs> when, when you get to work and you're like, man, I, you know, I didn't even get to work out this morning because I accidentally slept in because my alarm is in the wrong place. Stuff like that just really knocked me down pretty fast there. And, and it took a while to get back into the morning routine. But what I did at that time is kind of what I want to talk about today. Because what I ended up doing that worked, that finally worked, is that I got as detailed as I freaking could down to the second. This is when you're reaching up to the top of the cabinet to get your vitamins down. And then you're doing that with your right hand. And then with your left hand at the same time, you can reach down to the fridge and grab the smoothie that you made the night before out of the fridge. And you put them together and now you've got your cocktails <laughs> to fuel you <laughs> for the morning. I got my supplement vitamins and I got my smoothie. <laughs> that level of detail. Don't forget, you got to pee in between when you feed the cat and you start shaving. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't forget. What's another example? You know, you, when you sit at the table in the morning, you're going to write in that journal for three minutes. And after the three minutes, you close the journal and you put it on the, on the shelf to your left above the table. Like that level of detail. Because if I didn't do that, then every single second I'm spending waiting for the journal, every single day that I forget to write in the journal, every single day that I'm forgetting to take my vitamins, every single day that I uh, pee before I feed the cat, and I'm peeing on the cat, not literally, <laughs> but you know, it's that kind of stuff would, would happen. And that just throws you off every single day that something like that happens, you're not at your best. And it's so important to feed as many positive habits into that little morning routine as you possibly can. So one, and one last point on this before we move on, I don't want to think in the morning because although I am a very, you know, lucid energized person first thing in the morning, that doesn't mean I'm like clear headed and that I'm sort of yeah, ready, ready to yeah, go. Don't don't ask me a complicated question five minutes after I wake up because <laughs> the answer may not be the right one. Yeah, well, and especially until I get done with the gym, don't ask me anything that's creating friction in my head. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Because <laughs> I'm a worse person. <laughs> and I love I mean, I'm just, you know, get the caveman stuff out of the way. Clear, yep. my, clear my cobwebs out of my head, then I can be sharp enough to get to work and actually do shit. <laughs> <laughs> and so that that's going to be one of the components here that's really important is exercise, is, is very important as part of your morning routine. But just again, before we get there, the, the fact that you implement a morning routine by writing it down and practicing it, literally walk through it in the afternoon. Just say, okay, I'm going to go try this out right now. I'm going to get in bed. I'm going to set my alarm for 4.37 p.m. And then it's going to wake me up. I'm going to get out of bed. 
I'm going to do it or I'm going to walk through it at least, you know, don't actually put toothpaste on the toothbrush if you're about to eat dinner, but that kind of thing. <laughs> go, go through the process and practice it and get it memorized, get it thoughtless. And you'll find that you're so much more prepared for every single day. And you'll have more time because think about all the things that you can get done in that first little bit that are unthinking, but that you're not wedging into your day anymore. Because that wedge is so painful when you got to do it. When you got to, I mean, if you're doing 75 hard, for me, reading is a big one of those or a progress picture. I don't want to take my shirt off in the middle of the day and like find a mirror. Mm -hmm. My hair is looking the way it's supposed to look. I don't want to pull a shirt over my head. Like, I don't want to be looking weird in front of a mirror with other people watching or like trying to find a private bathroom and close the door and get a mirror. Like, no, first thing in the morning, progress picture. Same thing for reading. You know, 10 pages can happen very quickly and I get just enough information out of it. And I'm just awake enough to do that reading that now I don't have to think about it for the rest of the day. So my morning routine now is quite long. I mean, really the whole thing is is two hours. If I really get through it all, then I've got hygiene, mental hygiene, exercise, uh, social media strategy, content posting, motivational messages, reading, breakfast, supplements, that's like a lot of shit that's productive to my life done in two hours. And then it's 6 a.m. <laughs> yeah. That's then the best it's time part. to get to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then then by 6 a.m. I am getting to my desk at the same time as people on the East Coast. Yep. Ooh, that feels good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and it's that's, you know, to me, I not being from the West Coast, but at least, <laughs> you know, central time. It's mm -hmm. important to be working when your East Coast yep. people are because their their days have started. Things have started to happen. You know, uh, sales and deals are being made. You know, if, if you're in a different time zone, like you should accommodate for the East Coast time. <laughs> Steve Harvey has a quote. He does. You, he you, does. you were thinking about it. I, saw. I was. Yeah. <laughs> If you wake up at eight in the morning in LA, there are people in New York who have been making decisions about your life for two hours already and now they're on taking mm -hmm. lunch. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they, they've, already, they've already made their, their million dollars, you know, before lunch. Mm -hmm. Well, and it, it's stuff like policymakers are on the East Coast. The I stock too. exchange is on the East Coast. If you want to be... If you want to have your finger on the pulse on a daily basis, which I'm not saying that's necessarily a good thing, you should have the finger on the pulse of things that affect you, but not necessarily current events. Those are not always the best to be following <laughs> for a number of reasons. Mm -hmm. But Steve Harvey's right. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there there is some validity to what he was saying there. Yeah. Okay, so there are seven components to a morning routine that I want to describe today. Seven. We're going to get through them fast. The first one is wake up early. 
Now, do I really mean 4 a.m. for everybody? No, I don't. Because some people work until midnight. Four hours of sleep or three hours of sleep ain't sustainable in my experience. So you basically find what works for you here. And I'll challenge you that nothing good happens after 9 p.m. You're thinking about it. Mm. What do you mean by nothing good? So, and and I will I will concede one point to this is I don't have a kid yet. <laughs> but I know I know for a lot of people that's a big excuse as to why you don't have enough time is is my kids take up all my time. It yeah, that's definitely an excuse that you hear, but it's also grossly exaggerated. Mm-hmm. Well, so here's here's my point is Evelyn will wake up about between six and seven, usually most days. And depending on my schedule, we're usually getting time to hang out in the morning. So when I'm hanging out with Evelyn in the morning, that means my family time is partially checked off in the morning. And that's not to say I'm treating her like a box to check, but it's that for both of us, we're getting that connection in the morning. And we're both in bed by nine. I mean, she's quite pregnant, which definitely <laughs> makes yeah. contributes to her needing yeah. to sleep more. She'd probably go to bed earlier if she could. <laughs> she, I mean, she'll take an hour nap in the middle of the day and still get to the point at the end of the day where, where she's tired enough to go to sleep right away. So that's one is nothing good happens after nine basically means usually your work's done. Usually your exercise is done. Usually you've eaten all that you're supposed to have eaten for the day. Usually you're watching TV or you're scrolling social media. Yeah. And the only concession I'll make is that if you haven't had time to spend with your kids all day, maybe that's the only time you wedge in time with your kids. Yeah. Typically for Heather and I, and Heather is really good at going to bed about 10 ish, sometimes earlier. Uh, It's really our time where like, we hang out with mm-hmm. each other for a little bit versus, you know, Hadley's in bed by eight thirty nine ish. If we're mm-hmm. lucky, if she's <laughs> deciding to not have a an, a sugar rush at that point, but uh, yeah. So so we use it as our time, you know, you know, to finish up some things around the house. Yeah, uh, but you're right. Yeah, usually it's TV or you're scrolling social media or it's video games or you know whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, well, and so a big part of it then is, and, and I don't know if this is true for you, but it could be that you're doing that sort of wasteful stuff earlier in the night and then you come back around to, okay, now we got to get that done before bed. And I'm guilty of that too. You know, I, and for me, it's staying up past 830. It's oh yeah. Not, <laughs> it's not staying up past 10. Man, the, the amount of times I've taken the dang trash can to the curb at 11 p.m. because mm-hmm. I forgot. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, well, that's part could be part of your morning routine. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I can't take it out in the morning. It's got to be out the day before because if I don't take it out, in if, if it's not out there by like 5 a.m., the truck's grabbing it. They come so early. So you're saying <laughs> if you woke up earlier, 
Yeah, right. You could take it out in the morning. If I, if I pulled the Arun and woke up at four, yeah, yep. I could do it that way. All right, there we go. Just making sure. <laughs> Anyways, the point being, there's a lot of time that you're probably spending in the day where you can create more time if you wake up earlier and get that morning routine done. You'll have way more free time in the day, but that does involve waking up earlier. For a lot of people, they say, oh, I just don't get to bed until midnight. I don't know how you're waking up at four in the morning. I hear that all the time, multiple times a year, people staying up past 11 o'clock saying, there's no way I could wake up that early. Well, if you woke up that early once, you're going to suffer for that day. You're going to suffer because you slept five hours. And your whole point is that you think you can't get to bed and get to sleep earlier. And if that's the way your body works, then so be it. I am not going to say or claim that I know exactly how your body works. But I do think you're making an excuse. Not you, Dan. Other people. <laughs> oh, no. Th- it's, it, there's no excuses for me. This is a choice. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> good. So, and, but basically, if you wake up early one day, you fell asleep late the night before, you're going to suffer. You're going to have a really sleepy day. But you go to bed at 1030 after being up till midnight, you're going to bed at 10.30 or 9.30 the night, the next night. I bet you'll fall asleep. I bet you'll have done enough with your day because you've been so productive from waking up early and getting a bunch of shit done that you'll be satisfied at the end of the day and you'll be able to go to sleep right away. It's a great feeling. Okay, got to get through the rest of these seven <laughs> quickly. <laughs> I have a non phone alarm clock and I have this because I got burned one too many times by my phone alarm not waking me up for whatever reason yeah I'm 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 a phone alarm user and uh my wife would tell you I'm nuts with the amount of alarms I actually have Mm. uh, from midnight to about I don't know whatever time of the day I think I have an alarm for every 20 minutes for an entire day yeah for whatever reason yeah um not always on i'm gonna concede on this that phone alarms are awful um i should get an alarm clock and everyone should get one yeah and so here's why first of all you know i am somebody who sleeps with their phone right next to the bed Mm -hmm. do i use it no i actually don't i don't lay in bed and use my phone because that wrecks your eyes and it makes you wake up with really crusty tired eyes i don't care who you are you lay in bed in the dark with your phone on, you're going to wake up feeling more tired than you uh, you would if you didn't do that. Yeah, and there's I think there's a study out there that it's like 30 minutes to an hour of no blue light before you actually go to sleep. Yeah, and, and so they say that. I haven't necessarily found that 30 minutes is all that much more helpful than 10. Yeah. But the the point the point for me, my experience with this, is that looking at your phone in the dark or looking at your computer screen in the dark is the problem because mm-hmm. you're blasting your eyes with that light at that point. Yeah. And, and after having LASIK done, mm. I've noticed it so much more <laughs> like, like my eyes will just get so dry from mm-hmm. staring at screens in the dark or for too long. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. Okay. So we've established don't look at your phone before bed. Yeah. That's not even what this thing is supposed to say. I know. 
but okay. So, so I don't use my phone alarm. I do use a digital alarm clock with trustworthy settings and battery backup because no matter how much you think you set your alarm on your phone, I've been in situations where your phone updates or some settings get changed or you put do not disturb on in a different way and your alarm doesn't even go off or your volume is too low or something, or it's the same as your ringtone and you silence it. And it's very easy to snooze a phone. <laughs> oh, an iPhone? It is ungodly yeah. stupid, easy to silence. Yeah. So I don't want to be doing that when I'm asleep. I don't want to zombie my way through my alarm. And I've mm-hmm. done that before too. Yep. <laughs> so instead, digital alarm clock, and beyond that, put it across the room from your bed. Because you know what that accomplishes is you have to get up to turn off your alarm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And everybody right now listening is going, oh, no, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can zombie your way across your room and turn off your alarm clock. But by the time you get over there, you're more awake than you were when you were laying in bed. Because oh, yeah, you've, you've disrupted the hell out of yourself. <laughs> right. That, that's like me. Like once I'm up, like I'm up. Yeah. There's no going back. Yeah. And so that is one of the biggest foolproof ways to to change your habit of waking up early or into waking up early. Okay, so you're up. My first few minutes are completely mindless, as I've already talked about. And I, I, this goes to your point, Dan, of just hopping in the shower is kind of the same way. You just do stuff that you don't need to think about. It's the exact same thing every day. It's flossing, brushing your teeth, you know, combing your hair, showering, shaving, taking vitamins, whatever it is. It It's super, super easy. And you're getting those little wins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're getting the little wins, but also you're you're doing stuff that's good for your body. Nothing that I just said is bad for your body. So that's that's an easy one. Uh, number four, this is something that I, I didn't actually list off earlier, but that's super, super important for me. Uh, and this is this is something you get from from AA. This is big, but implementing it first thing in the morning is something that I think is a bit beyond what AA will tell you to do. And that's gratitude. So we're getting more into the mental stuff, mental hygiene. And gratitude for me is one of a few things that I'm doing first thing in the morning to really set the tone for my mindset. And and this is this is something that people overlook a lot. And and I've heard a quote a lot recently on this subject which is okay, Dan. If I gave you a billion dollars today, but it meant that you died tomorrow, would you take it? Oh, God, no, probably not. No, you wouldn't. No. So why are you not as excited today as if you got a billion dollars? Your reaction to life Uh, today, you woke up this morning and that's worth more than a billion dollars. Yeah, I would definitely say my life is more than a than twenty four hours of life with a billion dollars. Like, yeah, like I, I just no, right, right. So, so your mindset when right when you wake up has to be that. 
Mm-hmm. That's such a such a whack in the face with a frying pan on your perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Cartoon style. <laughs> no, if you said five years, I probably would take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I don't know. There's a line for everybody, but you have all you have is today. You can't you can't fast forward and experience no. all those five years at the same time and really like absorb all the benefit from it. Right. And, you know, we're, neither of us are billionaires. I don't think, but <laughs> no, nope, nope, not really there yet. Uh, but but I think what's what's crazy is you hear all the people that are at that level say, you know, I'm so glad it took me time to get here mm-hmm. because I would not have been able to handle this had I gotten here overnight. Yeah, it, it's um, it's the idea of instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, apparently, it's also all these problems that come with being really rich. That you just yeah. don't know about all the social dynamics that change your fame, your guilt trips into charity, your friends and family that come out of the woodwork asking for money. Uh, no, it, it's as your friend Billy from the third grade who you lent a or who lent you a quarter for a snack from the snack bar in elementary school, and now he's coming for a million dollars with interest. Mm. <laughs> Billy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, anyway, is the point being you better be damn grateful for today every day. And so the the practice and I'm sure everybody listening has heard something like this before that gratitude lists can be so easy. So I text 3 people every morning a gratitude list and they're all in the, in Alcoholics Anonymous with me. They're all daily recipients of this and I get one back. And it's, it's a very good piece of accountability. It's keeping in touch with people. And it is making my mind think about the positive things in my life, no matter what, on a daily basis. And it's awesome to do that. So you should do it too. It should be part of your morning routine. That's the conclusion. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you're, you're not wrong because tomorrow isn't promised. Tomorrow isn't promised and a billion dollars certainly isn't promised. No. <laughs> and you you put that in perspective that you, you and, and I'm sure everybody else who just heard that question answered it the same way. Like, no, I wouldn't take a billion dollars today if I wouldn't wake up tomorrow. So your life today is worth more than a billion dollars. Yep. And how yep. excited would you be if you had a billion dollars? Well, every day you're waking up with something more valuable than that. So freaking yeah, use huge. it. <laughs> that, that's a huge, huge thought process. But I am going to continue to play the Powerball when it hits the billion dollars and act <laughs> like it's promised the next day. Um, I will continue to do that. Lightning does strike. I wonder how many... <laughs> oh, God. I wonder how many people... Uh, I shouldn't wonder this. This is morbid. I wonder how many people died the day they got they won the lottery. Oh, uh, dude, it's... Uh... Yeah, you should look up the stats on that stuff. The people that go bankrupt or, or unfortunately, uh, that's a better way to think about it. Yeah, yeah, or, not just or, literally or die. take the unfortunate way out. Out, it, mm. it gets some people don't handle it well. Yeah, and that's the point of if you get rich overnight, you might not be able to handle it. Mm-hmm. Okay, gratitude. Add it to your morning routine. Three more: motivation or positive materials. If you want, we have a way to do this for you. If you'd like to join our Discord server, 
<laughs> nice plug. Like you can, it. you can get a message from me at 4 a.m. every single day. That is motivation and positive materials. And so I do this for myself, obviously. And, and in, in writing that, I'm doing it for, for me and sharing that message with everybody else as well. Now, you don't have to read what we write in the Discord. But do something that is giving your mind positive material to chew on. So whether it's a motivational video or you set your algorithm up in social media so that you're only getting served up really positive motivational stuff. For me, it gives me energy. And the podcast you would have heard a couple weeks ago, I think, the quick hit, motivational videos work. It opens your mind to the possibility that all those promises that they're making in those motivational videos are possible. That you can be as successful as you want. That you can build whatever sort of life you want. And just to have that open-mindedness first thing in the morning is huge. That you can accomplish anything. So that's the next one. Have some motivational material, positive material in your morning. Next, and this one goes to right after you listen to that motivational stuff, go review your goals and go review your daily tasks. So if you're following our iterative goal setting framework, you know that you have monthly goals and you have daily tasks on those monthly goals. You got stuff to do today now. So what are you doing? What what goes into that daily task list that you have to do today? Make sure you remember it, go read it. Read how it feeds into your bigger goals for the month. Understand how those bigger goals for the month feed into the milestone that you're trying to accomplish and how that milestone feeds into the vision. You're back at the top of the funnel. Read and review that every morning because having that clarity on what you're trying to do Gets you really far. And I'm, yeah, it's a, it's a woo-woo thing. <laughs> I fully admit it's it's one of those like, oh yeah, just read your goals every day and they'll come true. Not quite. <laughs> yeah, no, there there is some action involved with that. Yeah, this is this is just your morning routine. This is just something that you do every day to remind yourself what you're hunting with those other, you know, 16 waking hours of your life or whatever long it is. It's so crucial to do that because without it, how focused are you going to be? Somebody, you're going to have an email in your inbox that's going to distract you. You're going to see a headline push notification or whatever. I hope you don't have news push notifications, but if you do, then you're probably getting distracted by them. I actually disconnected the internet from that app, so I don't even get anything. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I deleted. So I used to have back in the day and I was raised in Seattle. So this is going to reveal my upbringing. I used to have the New York times and CNN apps on my phone. Ah, <laughs> um, me too. Me too. Actually. Well, all right. Yeah. It, <laughs> Not just a actually, Seattle thing. Uh, no, it, no, Michigan was very much hmm. a mixed culture in that aspect. So, all right. <laughs> but yeah, so I would get push notifications for those too. And after a while, I just realized like, man, all I'm reading is negative shit on here and the occasional sports news. Which is why I disconnected mine from the internet. I I got tired of reading that crap. Yeah. So I just deleted the apps. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just not worth it. 
Yeah. But so that's why, you know, dis- despite whatever we do with those kind of apps on our phones that are giving us shitty push notifications, there's still the opportunity to get distracted all the time. So this is why we review what you're trying to work on on a daily basis. That should be a component of your morning routine. That's a non-negotiable first thing in the morning activity that you're doing to make sure that what you're doing is aligned with where you're trying to go. Every day. Number seven, exercise. So we already talked about this one. Exercise is important for everybody. Everybody should be exercising. It's good for you in every single way. Everything that could be good for you is actually good for you when it comes to exercise. (sighs) So, you know, I I mean, (laughs) I could go on, but you've got enough reasons to do it and keep telling yourself you should do it. So now is the time to do it first thing in the morning because you've woken up early enough that you have the free time to go exercise. The gym is quiet enough. The roads outside your house are quiet enough for a walk. Whatever it is, just get out there and do the exercise because your your mind and your body will be so grateful that you've done it. So I'm not, I don't want to dig in too deep on that one because I can ramble forever about how good exercise <laughs> first thing in the morning is for you, but just do it. Just do it. That's all I got to say on that. So morning routine, I'll wrap it up with this. When I fell apart into shambles with my morning routine in London, the way I got out of it is I wrote down every single little task that I did for the first two hours of my day. And it just didn't change every day. And every day I got another rep of practice. I think I did a couple of reps in the afternoon just to remember and make sure that what I was doing was on the path. And I just lined it up and knocked it down every single day. And it's such an empowering experience when you do your morning routine right. And with practice, which you should have everyday practice, it's not hard to do that. So go figure out everything you want to do in the day. Make sure you're waking up early. Make sure your alarm clock, not your phone, is across the room from you so that you're able to wake up early, that you've got your mindless stuff that's good for your body out of the way, that you're expressing gratitude, that you're listening to some positive materials or reading it, getting in the Discord if you want to, that you're reviewing your goals and that you're reviewing your daily tasks and that you're hitting some exercise. That's all there is to it. Any comments? No, you're you're absolutely right. <clears throat> Even though I don't exercise early in the morning as much as you know you do, or some other people do, or like my wife, um, just exercising in general, uh, I have found myself starting to turn off my brain a little bit earlier than I used to. Hmm. Um, so I'm a firm believer that you know just keeping yourself active will help you uh, get good sleep. <laughs> You're, you're, you're wearing yourself out appropriately or adequately, mm-hmm. put it that way. Yep. All right. Well, do you want to run us through the supporters of this podcast and then we'll get yeah. back to the music? <laughs> yeah, we would love to thank our sponsor, We Are Driven. Uh, they have a great network of people uh, that are uh, getting together every week and having a call and setting goals and 
and making advancements in their life through business, fitness, and passion now. It's not just cars. So if you're into other things, uh, come check us out. Uh, you can look at all the information at wearedriven.co. Hopefully, wearedriven.com soon if Arun goes through with buying it. It's quite uh, expensive. It, I'm sure it is. <laughs> uh, they have some awesome uh, shirts, hats uh, for sale as well. I did find my third shirt over the weekend and I was ecstatic. <laughs> Good. Uh, so yeah, go check them out. Uh, they, you know, they do daily motivational quotes at 4am in the morning, West coast time, um, uh, on their discord for free, uh, hit up uh, a rune or myself. If you'd like to be in on that, or if you just want more information on the network itself. And if you want to find us on social media, I'm at Arun D. Kumar on TikTok and Instagram and Arun Kumar, Facebook, LinkedIn. Like Dan said, wearedriven.co is our website and our Instagram handle. You can find Dan at? Uh, DLaRue95 on TikTok that I do not use. Sick. Uh, Dan underscore LaRue on Instagram. And then it's Dan LaRue on Facebook and LinkedIn. That's all we got for today. So go out there, set up your morning routine. In the meantime, this has been Arun and Dan. We appreciate you listening. And until next time, stay driven. Why won't the music play? Oh, this is so awkward. Come on, play music. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for listening.